Hello? Hey, Andy. Hi. I just started the recording. Oh, I did? Okay. All right. Yes. So so you can start it, but you don't know if you can stop it? Is that what you're saying? No, I'll be able to stop it. I just might be interrupted briefly because a friend of mine is coming to drop some things off for a uh, uh, wait that we are bringing food to tomorrow. Okay. So if the recording started, are we going to pray in? It, it started, yes. Do you want to pray in? Sure, I can if you don't feel like it. I'm up to no, it. No, I was actually, I was actually <clears throat> I'm thinking about my printer and this uh, prayer that I just read. It sounds perfect. So if I could pray in or, or out, doesn't matter. Doesn't Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So, we're grateful for this time together to share, to experience, to claim our healing, claim, claim our training, to claim our alignment with the higher Holy Spirit self. We're grateful and thankful to recognize that we are one with the one, the I am that I am, and the I am presence of everyone, everywhere. So grateful and thankful to open our hearts to the very highest possibility of love. Love is lifting us. We are allowing ourselves to be lifted and grateful that love is healing us. Love is our true nature, and we are grateful and thankful to have a healing and to allow ourselves to have a transformation. We are opening our hearts and minds to a powerful commitment of love. We're willing to become heart, mind, congruent for love. To remember that our true identity is already free, already perfect, already harmonious, peaceful, abundant, and prosperous. We're willing to step into an unprecedented, unlimited understanding of our true nature. Thankful and remembering and grateful to let the past go. We're letting go of that which no longer serves us and saying yes to the fullness of love is our very life. So in gratitude, we let it be and in grace. No, it's done. And so it is. Amen. Amen. So hello, it's Carla. 
<laughs> and Linda's here. And Lawrence here. And Philip here for most of the call. I think that's all of us. Um, but I'm not facilitating. <laughs> Are you facilitating later? I mean, a facilitate yes. your recording or? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's so, all of us. Yeah, that's all of us. And it's it's so wonderful. So basically, there were other people. I mean, the core. I mean, I don't think Lawrence was on the first call, but this is this feels to me like a really stable core in MLC, you know. And I was really grateful that it's like we're all there all day today, and it's just really sweet. Yeah. Yes, it's a good feeling. And and there's no, it's just in form because we're always there for each other. Always, I know that. But it's it's also nice to have the representation in form. <laughs> to just it's just nice. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of comfort in hearing hearing the voices of my beloved brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I um I haven't heard Lawrence in a I mean Lawrence, sorry. I haven't heard Lars I haven't talked to Lars in a long time, so it was nice to have him on the call last time. It's interesting. The Ascension Pathway class um, Friday was, well, it doesn't show up on Instant Health, so I haven't looked at my phone yet, but we, it was through the new Zoom technology. Um, and I actually got to see Lars. Yeah, I mean that that was really that was really nice. The Zoom thing yesterday. Is it just yesterday? Oh my god. Yeah, it was just yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Time is, time is not the way it used to be. No. Uh-uh. And I must admit, <clears throat> well, must not must admit anything, but um, I choose to admit that, uh, or, or say, doesn't matter whether I admit it or is it that I had a lot, I had a lot of uh, 
well, I have resistance too. I'm sure it was there. Um, I had a lot of self judgments come up. I, I was think I've been releasing, releasing, releasing and always calls. I mean like I don't think there's a call I haven't spoken on that I've been available that I've been on and available to in like two years. <laughs> Except maybe M L C one. And some mm-hmm. MLC too, but on three in Ascension Pathway, it doesn't, uh, uh, you know, I don't shut up. Well, I do shut up, but I don't, I always speak, okay? I'm going to rephrase that. So, um, and, it was, and I think, feel like I've really, I thought I'd been releasing stuff. And I, I was, and I am. I am, and this is a continuation of that, I can see, of the Zoom thing, because I get to choose. I mean, I I can choose whether if I'm on my computer, I can choose if I do it through that. I can choose the video or not, and I could see. I mean, I had my hands in my face a lot because I have a lot of judgments about my eyes, <laughs> circles under my eyes and stuff, and uh, and I I I wear glasses all my life, and I'm like. I see now that the glasses hide a lot. I mean, they don't show up as, is, is, for me. To me, maybe other people they do, but to me they don't show up as much in, when I wear glasses. And so, am like hiding? I'm like hiding behind my glasses. It's just, it's really interesting. It was really, I was really overwhelmed yesterday about all this stuff coming up. I feel much better today, but then I'm not on it today. <laughs> So it's easy, easier. But I am laughing about it. That's good. Yesterday I was crying, so that's a big difference. Happy learner today. Well, yeah. And so the reason why I wanted to pray in, Linda, mm-hmm. is because the last part of the prayer, because I'm, I, I'm on my, in, in two weeks, this is my third printer, <clears throat> and uh, I haven't opened up the box yet. I've been sitting there for, um, since Thursday, because I refused to open it until I'm totally clear on releasing everything from my other computers. All the stuff that's come up because they're not functioning correctly and how I want the the printer to be and this isn't this printer wasn't wasn't how I envisioned it, how I, you know, I, my whatever myself, my little self, whatever wanted. And uh, and so I, I refused to open it up until I, I I mean, I don't know when that when I feel moved to do it, which I hope is soon, because I would like to finish making these cards <laughs> that I committed to, to making, and um, and I'm really forgiving myself for for because I I hear it in my mind, oh, you gotta make those cards, you gotta do that, and I'm like forgiving myself, so it's like. A, this printer thing, it seems really insignificant, <laughs> but it's like, 
not yeah the learning opportunity yeah this my printer's helping shift me mm-hmm. <laughs> we are one I'm one with my printer. <laughs> Good to hear you, Phil. But can you, you're in place to talk, Phil. But I hadn't heard you. Too, you you do your commitment of, of facilitating once a month. I'm really grateful for that. And but I'm not. I'm not judging in any way. It's just it's really. Uh, I really am grateful when I hear your voice. For some reason, it 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 soothes me. <laughs> Actually, I'm shaving, but um, and but I did share a lot in the last call in the previous. Well, see, it's me. It's my mind, and it's needing retrained. It's being retrained. Yeah, I was significantly going on with me with my work. And Linda commented. I think it was me. I think um, you, Philip and Lawrence, are retraining me because I don't. I, I'm used to be totally uncomfortable. I'm getting better with longer silences. And Linda says that it takes, for some reason, I don't know why, she says sometimes it takes men a little longer to speak up. And uh, so you're you're retraining me. Thank you to wait longer. No, I don't know about that. I, again, my, my not talking is I'm, I'm, I said I'm not going to be on this call very long, and then I'm, I'm shaving and ready to go out. So um, I don't have a problem with talking when I have something to say. Whether I don't know if that's a male thing. I, that may be a straight male thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we're challenged in that department here. <laughs> yep, I'm in the minority here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so rare, isn't it? I know. So what is this thing you're you're talking at tomorrow, Linda? Um, 
it's um, a place about a half hour from me called All Faith Spiritualist Church. And uh, I'm just going to talk for a little bit um, during their church services. Um, so cute. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just curious how it came about. That's that's all. Uh, well, one of the members of the church attended one of my workshops last year, and she said she had some um, wonderful healing and realizations um, from attending my workshop, and she thought that um, the people would benefit from hearing what I have to share. So um, I'm going to be talking about... Um, living positively and um, the connection between the mind, body, and spirit. So all about healing our our thoughts and our judgments and opinions on things and um, shifting our mind to see them differently and how that can affect the, the body ultimately if we don't live in a space that's loving to ourselves and others and how it causes, like Jennifer says, it causes inflammation. I've seen that in so many um, instances with the people that I've worked with over the last several years and um, yeah. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. But this will be uh, I'm not sure exactly how many people will be there. Um, she said normally they have about 30 that attend their services on Sunday. Um, so it'll it'll be a little bit bigger group than I'm used to speaking to, and um, it's not a facility that I'm familiar with. So just the um, not knowing exactly where I'm going and. Um, meeting a lot of brand new people for the very first time, and um, yeah, I'm mostly excited about it. Well, just when you're speaking, it just reminds me of what Jennifer says that whether or not you know whatever happens, whatever seems to happen in form, mm-hmm. she shows up and God shows up, and yep. that's all that's really important. So. I really, I know that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's also an opportunity for you to advertise your spiritual counseling and joy, spiritual joy counseling, right? Yes, absolutely. So I, I think that's probably part of what the butterflies in the stomach are, is it feels like a um, a step towards... Um, expanding my practice and my business. Um, Although I don't have an attachment to it, if nobody calls me from this, I'm completely fine with it. I'm just um, excited and happy to share.
Well, it feels to me like something is happening. I don't know what it is, but you don't know whatever it ever is. <laughs> you know, we think we do, we don't know. Yep. Yep. I'm just not uh, interested in having any attachment to what it means. Mm-hmm. I just want to allow it and um, enjoy the moment while I'm there. Just completely be present in that moment. I feel like I should expand a little bit on my plumbing problem story. Mm -hmm. Um, The what I've been what I've been realizing last over the last week. Is okay. Got to start over. Um, plumbing. Plumbing is one of the things. Anything that came up with plumbing has always been like really. I, I've always had a really hard time handling these particular problems: plumbing and electrical problems, and. Uh, it's one of the few things that I depended on Rick to do, to take care of for me, for us. Mm-hmm. And it just seems, it seemed like this, I mean, this came to a head on on Sunday night. Sunday night was Sunday morning was when he died. And when I got home from the hospital from when I when I yeah, when I got home from the hospital um after after he died, he it was when I found the the ceiling collapsed and the, the whole plumbing thing had come to a head and it was so he he wasn't there to to take care of it. It just came it just came crashing down around me that the reality of his being gone was it became finally and absolutely undeniable. I couldn't play with it in my mind anymore. And 
I don't remember what I was going where I was going with this. Um, so well, since since then, I, 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 And I, I guess this is why I didn't want to, why I was questioning whether I should call the plumber or not. And like the, the whole thing with calling the plumber is not just as simple as calling the plumber and having him come and fix the leak. Because the, the last time that the plumber, that I had the plumber come about this same thing, uh, he had told me that they were going to have to demolish the the bathroom essentially he was going to have to get a work crew in and demolish the bathroom because they couldn't get to the to the pipes because of the way that it had been installed when they put the when they put when they moved the bathroom to this to the location that it's in back in 1920 since then it's all like behind walls and and it's inaccessible unless they tear tear down like half of the the room so it's gonna like i'm gonna be without a bathroom at all for at least several days. And this, the whole thing has just—it's just been like absolutely overwhelming on top of everything else. And I've been—at times on the really on the edge of just completely, just completely losing it. Just completely, I don't know where I where I would go if I were to. I've been at a point where where I felt like if I let go of the control that I think that I have. That I will just descend into into chaos I can understand that I, I, don't, I don't even know, I don't know why I'm even saying why I'm even going into this because I'm only remembering feeling like this, and I'm only I'm only observing it 
right now I'm I'm observing a memory and I'm actually in touch with my higher self right now and, and I am feeling the, the calm and I'm in the calm and assured place where I've always been. And it's okay. I'm okay, and it's okay. So I don't know why I'm why I'm telling you this, <laughs> why I'm saying this, but I I can relate to that, Lawrence, because um, I don't know if you remember, but last year, well, actually, the beginning of this year. After dealing with the whole year of first, after my father passed away, and really um, halfway going into the holidays with um, resistance of not wanting to celebrate at all, but doing it anyway. Um, in January, I started to feel like I was disconnecting and um, losing myself, and I could feel my physical energy starting to dwindle, and I, I recognized the the feelings and the signs that I was seeing as as depression because I had been treated for it before and I really resisted that for several weeks before I could love and accept myself exactly where I was and love and accept the appearance that I needed help from um somebody from the medical field um and so i did finally give in to um taking the antidepressants but i was resisting it because i knew i had been on them for several years the last time i had to go on them but like you said i was aware of being in the spirit, being in that place of peace for the most part. And so I trusted that that was what I was to do, was to take the antidepressants. And I was able to um, take them for a short time and and then not have to take them. And it it just felt like um, before I made the appointment, went to see the doctor and started taking them, that I was falling into this deep, dark pit 
that I was afraid would have no bottom and that I would not be able to be reached. But what the reality was, was that the going to the doctor and taking the pills for that short time was like somebody reaching into that pit and giving me their forearm and being strong enough to help pull me out of it. So even though the symptoms and the emotions and the feelings were similar to what I had experienced in the past, it was a completely different experience. It really was about releasing the resistance, releasing the resistance against completely surrendering to falling apart, to letting everything around me collapse and be broken. And it was in that space that I was able to um, ask for help. And with the help that I received, both from those around me, you folks in this community, um, and the angelic realm, myself back together in a stronger way. Yeah, I, I, I think that, that this time now I don't I'm I'm not even I'm not even tempted to to uh I don't feel I don't feel the need this time for going to antidepressants. I uh yesterday I did actually take a Valium. Um just because I woke up feeling like so with with so much of the old anxiety hanging on I just took a five milligram Valium. I, I used to be habituated to Valiums. I used to take them all day long like and I drank with it and everything. But like, I, I I'm not I know now. I, I am I am I'm awake enough now. I'm connected enough now that I know that that those things actually just I feel like they block my my connection to God. Mm-hmm. I've been on antidepressants for ten years, on at least ten years, and I wasn't depressed during that, particularly depressed during that time. But I, uh, but I felt no connection to God. It was, it was just a.
the flat line sort of existence. I, I don't feel I don't anyway, I don't feel the need for that now, but I would have, I think, a year ago. Mm -hmm. Two years ago, I definitely would have. But I think that it's come to me that with this whole plumbing thing in particular, that what I need to do, what, what's coming up is that I, I think this is about forgiveness. It's about forgiving it's about forgiving Rick. It's about forgiving him for dying. Because I have held a lot of anger and resentment. And this is like the, a perfect outpicturing of my lack of forgiveness for here was something that, that I feel like he should be he should be here to take care of this. And I I have felt very angry with him for for leaving for leaving me alone. Mm-hmm. And we've had many discussions over the years about, because we knew that it was inevitable that one of us would go first. We, uh, years ago, I was really sick and on the verge of death. And I remember the night that, one of the nights that I was pretty sure that I was gonna gonna die really soon. We said goodbye to each other because we both knew, we both thought that it was imminent. And I remember how heartbroken he was. And he and it broke my heart, and I decided that night, I remember deciding that I could not, I could not do that to him. I couldn't allow myself to die and, and leave him alone, and, and I didn't, I didn't die. I, I, every time I felt like that, I somehow I didn't know that I was opening myself to it, to the Holy Spirit. I, I didn't know that I was allowing. Maybe I did. I, okay. Anyway, I felt like I felt like I'd come back 
for him that that my decision to come to 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 stay alive or to allow my to allow myself to stay alive was that I was I felt like I was doing it for him. And so when it came to him dying I was very resentful that he was that he seemed to be choosing to give in to it. I I felt like I had done all I had done it for him and that he should do it for me. And this isn't how it was going in my mind. This wasn't an intellectual thing. This is this is just how I felt, and I couldn't shake the feeling of that. But I think I've shaken it pretty much now. So I'm wondering why I still have the outward, the outpicturing of the 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 plumbing problem ongoing. And I'm not looking for an answer. I I'm not looking for somebody to tell me why. I just I'm just voicing it. Well, I don't know how good you are loving yourself, but I hope you're able to love yourself. I'm not real good at it. I'm not real good at it right now. I still, I'm still blaming myself for for causing his death. Through years of judging him, years and years of constantly judging him, which I did. No question that I did on a daily basis. Yeah, we all have. We all are there. That's what I was thinking. I mean, look, I feel so much. It's really, sometimes it's really extremely challenging. I think I, I have a sense maybe this is where you're at. I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe you're in a totally different place. But now I am seeing all my judgments so clearly, like every few seconds, not all the time. Sometimes I avoid going to something to avoid that or busy work or whatever. But when I'm like just calm and clear and connected 
I see them all the time, and and sometimes I just see them. I'm like, oh, interesting. And sometimes, like, it just gets to be too much. Like yesterday in the call, it's like it was a lot, and that's okay because the truth is, they were always there. They've always been there. Always, always, always. Now I am aware of them. Doesn't mean it makes any different or any worse or any better. But it just means that I am healing it. I am healing it. They, I'm noticing them and that's what I'm healing. And that's, that's all part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely noticing that that as I have become more aware of my judgments that that other people are seeming to turn around and be become everyone everyone in my life seems to be more more loving and And so, so I had this thought. Maybe it's not. Maybe I shouldn't share it, but I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to share it. I think Rick loves you still so much that he's he's offering you this opportunity to heal. And you think that's, he's not that's, here? That's, that's exactly that's exactly what I think. That's, yeah, that's I think the that, truth. I think this is like this is like him speaking to me. This is this is him showing me his way of showing me that uh, that he hasn't left me and that. Uh, That with the help of with his help and God's help, the help of the angels and the company of heaven, that I will get through this. That uh, that everything is working for the good. That it's all for for my learning. That. that I planned it all before I was ever born. Mm-hmm. That it's all that it's all it's all right. It's it's all right. And I just have to remember, like there, right now I've remembered I'm everything's all right. Right now everything is all right. In this moment in this moment I have there is nothing wrong. So I just and have I, to stay in this moment. Say it again? So I just have to learn how to stay in in the moment, in the present moment. And that's what we're all learning. And we're doing a really good job of it, I think. 
In fact, I know we are. Mm -hmm. I know we're doing a good job of That thought also entered my mind about speaking through the plumbing, but also I know Linda experienced in different, I forget what they were. I don't know if it was a bird or when her dad died, but also Linda, a spiritualist church. Aren't they wanting to believe in people communicating in the afterlife? Maybe Linda's not on. Um, she said she she said she had someone coming over. She might be so she might be if she is on, but her she might not be close to the phone or something because um she said she had somebody coming over in the call. She might have to step away. Well, maybe she's just withholding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like your sense of humor. Or maybe I'm just pushing the wrong buttons on my phone. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. Absolutely so. You don't yes. push people's buttons. <laughs> I know I'm good at pushing yours. <laughs> I'm actually at the laundromat now, so can't talk. Well, it's interesting. I've been I've been taking this intro to Buddhism class, right? I used to when I was in when I was in the Navy, uh, I used to put have they have they put your name, social and and religious preference on your dog tags in case I guess something happens. I know, right? And so I didn't have any, so they, I was always no religious preference, and I just didn't like that. So I started putting Buddhism. <laughs> I said, I'm a Buddhist, and I, I, don't know, I don't know much about it, but I'm like, that seemed like the closest thing I am, so I'm a Buddhist. And so now here I am taking this blues class, and I'm like, they talk a lot about suffering. And I'm like, I guess I'm not a Buddhist because it, it, it disturbs me. But I think it's that disturbing that's actually good, helpful. Because anything that disturbs us, anything that disturbs us is helpful. Because if we look, and so this is what, I was looking for something else in this book. So I don't know, it, it's, it uses the word suffering. So you can put it in everything, anything. Like, I look at disturbing. Anything disturbing is helpful to me. So, But I'm going to read it. This is, I was looking for something else. And this, like, leaked out at me, so I'm just going to read it, right? It says, our suffering is holy if we embrace it and look deeply into it. If we don't, it isn't holy at all. And then another sentence that leaked out at me is, recognize suffering as suffering, and that comes to my mind. That's all it is. It's just like love, or not, not maybe not love. Or the chair is the chair. And it's the meaning we give it, right? But it also says, and transform our suffering into mindfulness. 
compassion, peace, and liberation. And that was the part that really stood out to me, the compassion, peace, and liberation. So there. <laughs> it's like the sand that creates the pearl, right? In the oyster. Mm-hmm. Carla, were you laughing because no one responded right away? Yes. <laughs> I'm laughing at my thoughts. <laughs> uh, they don't mean anything. What were your thoughts? Oh, then, um, then as usual, I I don't resonate with other people because nobody responds to what I say. I can feel myself as an upset because I can feel it right now just saying it, even though it's like I was laughing at it like a minute ago. I, some part of me believes it, um, although I, we're not well, part of the I, I'll tell you, I was I was resonating with it, and I was thinking about what what I what I could say that would let you know that that I was that I was resonating with that, and that it, that it was helpful to me. I was trying to think of something of what the best way to express that would be. And I just wasn't coming up with any. And see, it's why I don't give guys long enough. But I was was thinking it. I was thinking it and feeling it. um, And and thank you. Thank you. And of course, mm-hmm. Carla, it would be okay if we didn't respond or relate to it all. You were just thinking, boy, what a stupid thing to say, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that's funny because now I feel better because... Uh, I don't. I guess uh, in some some way, I was thinking you were thinking that, but when you speak it, I'm like that is so effing ludicrous. I just don't believe that at all. I mean, I think it could be not the direction your mind would be going. I guess that could be a possibility. But um, to think that you, that that you're thinking that, or even thinking that, or anything. I just, it's so ludicrous. Because we're one, and I don't think it. <laughs> but, but maybe you, you do. The, the, the real you doesn't think it, but your ego does. Uh, mm. Yeah. Well, I'll thank you. I'm going to be dropping because I'm about ready to go to get my hair cut. So have a great week. Lawrence, my prayers are with you. Blessings on your plumbing situation. And uh, 
Blessings on fantastic situation. Thank you. And Linda, I'm sure you'll kick butt tomorrow, so, um, well, whatever the term is. And Carla, thanks for hosting, as always. And the printer, and the printer situation. Oh, the printer, the printer. I'm releasing the printer. I will pray that you have a beautiful haircut and a wonderful week at work next week. Yeah, you made it almost all the way to the end. What? Mm. So you made it almost all the way to the end. It's like 11.27. Yep. My haircut is one minute away at 2.30. Or, yeah, I mean, I'm a one minute away. So I'm like, okay, so. All right. Bye, all. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye. Bye. Good luck, you, honey. Bye. So I guess so. So I, I am I facilitating? I forgot. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's confusing. Okay. So. So you know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we're not going to put out prayer requests. We're going to put out intent. That's what we're going to say on intent. That's what I want. That's what I'm interested in hearing. I'm interested in hearing um, the direction that we want, that we're interested, that we are, that is us. Our intention. Do we have intentions to speak? Yes. My intention is that. Tonight, I will feel peace around all of the events that are to happen tomorrow, that I will um, easily be able to find my way to this church, and um, that the folks there will be welcoming and receptive Mm -hmm. and speak through me clearly so that um, they all receive exactly what is best for them, and that um, as I um, the funeral parlor tomorrow for my friend's father, that um, again everything will be taken care of with ease and grace. That the, I'll be easily able to pick up and load and unload and. Um, serve the food to her and her family and um, all is well. Just to know that all is well. That's my intent. My intent is to Remember to release all judgments, all opinions, to release the past, 
release all attachments to seek first to seek first the kingdom of heaven which is within To remember, to remember that we are all one, that we left as one, and we are returning as one. Okay, so intense. I'm asking myself what what to help me. So, my intent is to stay present to what is and to bring the love that I am to what is, and which will help to assist me to shift the meaning that I make of what is to the love that we are. Sounds like a prayer. (laughs) It's my intent. So I'm going to play out. I'm going to... I really, I really value this prayer time, so <laughs> okay. I'm gonna take it. So, Go it. so we're gonna take, we're gonna offer to take this, lo- this breath of love and gratitude together. We are taking it together. We have been, and so grateful and thankful that love is all there is. Love is all we are. So grateful, so willing, so practicing, opening our hearts to mind and minds to the infinite intelligence within us. The infinite love living through us, which is now and forever. We are, we are connecting to the divine within us in every situation now. It's all, every situation is the now situation. And we know, we know in each instance, each thought, each experience that we, we are healing. We are open to the, to the healing encoded in each situation. That is part of us. How can we not be open to it? We are choosing love. We're choosing 
compassion. We are choosing kindness. We are choosing gentleness, forgiveness, and all as a healing, deepening spiritual practice. The way we are choosing to live, we are walking the talk. We live the love and we're remembering our true identity in that perfect love we are. We're willing to see our brothers and sisters, to see it in our brothers and sisters, to experience it in all interactions with our brothers and sisters. We are willing to see it in all of our lives and rejoice that we can practice in our plumbing, in our printer issues, in our in our in our uh, sharing. We are finding the freedom where it has always been in our hearts, in the kingdom within. We seek the kingdom first, knowing that all else is added unto us. We seek the kingdom, which is the love in our hearts. We seek to see it, to express it, to reveal it, to be it, to feel it fully. And we share the benefits with everyone. For they are, we are one and they are part of us forever whether they are physically here or not, that is so. And we're so grateful and thankful to accept all this, receive all this magnificence, and know it is true and our inheritance, and we are already worthy of it. We don't have to prove anything. We are love. We are innocent as we were created. We don't have to do anything because that is who we are already. And grace And in gratitude, we allow it to be. We let it be, and we know it is done. And so it is. Amen. (laughs) Amen. 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 Thank you so much, you guys. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I mean, I really felt powerful. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Have a beautiful Thank you. Love and prayers to both of you. Mm -hmm. Love and prayers to you both. Mm -hmm. 
And Lawrence, Lawrence? Yes. Call me anytime. I'm three hours oh. earlier. Okay. If you're up at uh, three o'clock in the morning, I'm probably awake. Okay. <laughs>